It's been a while since I've had a just chat with you all about some of the things going on in my life, especially dealing with gender and all of those things. So I figured, why not let's do that on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love. How are you doing today? Yeah, it's been one of those days. I've had a lot going on and I've been talking to some people on the Twitter and some other places and I just felt that it might not be a bad idea to have one of those gender discussions today. Yeah, all right. But before we get into that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the more chance we have of actually talking to one another. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. So I hope everyone out there is doing well. As you know, I uh, hurt my throat a couple weeks back choking on a burrito and yeah it was a traumatic experience no one ever likes to see blood coming out of their own mouth it was not it was not a happy time but the one thing that is hard to talk about to the people around me is the other effect that it had on me and because of how I injured myself, it caused my voice to drop way down low. Because I I have a fairly deep voice and I work very hard to try to raise it up. And so on top of dealing with everything that went along with, you know, really badly hurting my throat. I also had to deal with the wonders of dysphoria that came about from hearing my voice come out of my mouth like it used to back before I started working on fixing it. And I had done a lot of work to make it better and make it where I wanted it to be. And I'm still not quite where I want it to be, but It's so much better than it was. And that was a shock for me. Because as you know, I I have a very strained relationship with gender. And if you don't, if if this is your first podcast you've listened, you can go back and I've talked about this for a while on the podcast now. But it's really difficult, especially now, for me to figure out how to live in this world. And it's, it's, it's really hard. The Supreme court has just picked up a case where the 
attorney general in my state is arguing that LGBT people are not entitled to housing and employment discrimination protection because that we're different and that's not what the people who wrote the legislation meant and we are not really discriminated against because of our gender but because we're freaks that makes life easier that makes life feel good and then you add on top of it you know the region that i live in you know it's not exactly safe to be out especially as trans and you know i don't really pass as a woman because you know i'm six foot one i have broad shoulders i'm quite large yeah all of these have been problems and I kind of got to a point the other day where I realized that the biggest problem that we live in is that every, everything is so hyper-gendered. Everything. Why does somebody need to know exactly what gender I am and then feel that they have the right to have an opinion about that? It's a question that I think a lot of us who have been anywhere from genderqueer to non-binary to trans have grappled with over the years. Who's, who, who's, who needs to know? And it's made more difficult living in the family that I do, where my mother, who still hasn't gotten over the concept that I live with a man and have been married for over 20 years 21 years to him yeah she still hasn't quite come to terms with that trying to figure out how to explain and express myself and then to make matters worse my friends and people who do know stumble over themselves constantly trying to remember the proper pronoun to use for me. I prefer she, her, they, them. Just not he. Anything that's not he, him, I am kind of alright with. I prefer she, her, though. And that's where everything kind of starts falling apart. Because being the kind of person that I am, I don't like putting other people out. I don't like making people struggle like that. Because... Anytime they accidentally misgender me, they, they become instantly over-apologetic. And I keep trying to explain to them, it's alright, I understand, it's fine, I know you're not, you're not being malicious, it's just, you slipped up. You, got, you were used to calling me he, him, for a very long time, and now you're not anymore. It's not a big deal, I'm fine, we'll, we'll get through this. But I see them struggling. And I understand why, because there are some of us who are very social, socially dysphoric and really have a problem when somebody misgenders them. I, I do get a little upset when I'm at a store and somebody says, sir, may I help you? But I keep it all inside. I don't go after the person because I, it's not my place 
to correct them? Or is it? Because it really depends on how we're presenting, and now we're in a whole new realm of problems. Because when I tell you that I'm a she-her, I kind of mean that in the way that Joan Jett dressed, or the way that, I don't know, you'd see kind of a rocker dress. I love skirts, I love dresses, but I don't always dress extremely feminine. I don't always put makeup on it. When I do, it's not all that much because, I don't know, I grew up in the South and you don't tart yourself up unless you're out on the hunt and advertising. So it's not their fault that just by looking at me and the social conventions that they have grown up in, they see a sir. And I don't, you know, have the time to re-educate every person that I run into, though sometimes I feel like that is my lot in life. And this is kind of why I wanted to do this podcast, because I know that I have a lot of LGBT listeners, I know I have a lot of trans listeners, and I think things are getting better, mainly because... You know, I see how people react and I see how people respond. And for the most part, the recep- my reception is fairly good and it's better than I would have ever expected. But at the same time, we have the forces that have always worked against us trying to work against us because every social group requires someone to feel better than. And that's always been the way of things. That's why racism and sexism and all of those isms come about. That's why we have homophobia, because no matter how down on your luck you are, you're at least better than them gays. And that's why we have transphobia, because no matter how down on the luck your luck you are, you're always better than those transsexuals. And I'm sorry if that offended anybody. I almost said an even more offensive word. Because that's what's going through their mind. They're just trying to make themselves feel better because at least they're better than those deviants. Those people who don't abide by the rules of society. And I'm kind of done with it. I mean, it's not something new. I've been done with the rules of society for a while, but I'm just tired of playing the game. I'm tired of having to explain and justify and argue for my own right to exist, and I just want to exist. I have enough problems in my own head telling me that I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not worthy of this, that, or the other thing, that my voice will never be feminine, and thus no one will ever accept me as such. No one will ever look at me and think, woman. Even though I do consider myself non-binary femme, even trying to get people to understand what non-binary is, is a chore in and of itself. And honestly, most of my life, I lived in the margins. I lived around people that didn't care about words and labels and what things were. I think that's one of the reasons why 
I was able to put off a lot of the soul searching that got me to where I am as long as I did. Because I didn't have to do it. It wasn't a thing that I needed to do. Because when you're living amongst the freaks, everyone is different. And because we're all different, we don't care what the labels are. We just exist. And I know this is not some sort of bohemian ut utopia where we can all get around with our long hippie hair and sing our songs in a circle and live all happily ever after. Though, oh, there are times that I wish, like if I had my dream come true, it would be that everyone would just realize that we're all freaks on the inside. We all have something that makes us different and other and strange. And that that doesn't make us less than. That doesn't make any of us less than. Because honestly, those are my people. The people who understand and embrace difference. Who don't care. See, there's a difference between not caring that somebody is different and being blind to it. Being blind to it means that I'm ignoring what makes you, you. Not caring means, okay, so that's who you are today. Fine, let's go have fun. It's accepting it. It's immediately saying, okay, fine, sure, let's go with that. And running off into the world, into the dark shadows of the night to have fun. Let the glitter fall and the dance music be loud and the rhythm ever move us. And that, after all, is the point and purpose of life, for us to gather together, to sing our songs and to dance our dances, and to live arm in arm and hand in hand, as even Dr. Seuss tried to teach us in The Grinch, who stole Christmas. That is the goal of life. That is the only purpose and function of life. How well we get along, how much fun we have while we're here, and how much better we leave things for those who come after us. Because it doesn't matter how much I accumulate, how much I have, how much I have built myself up over those that I have deemed and convinced others to deem as less worthy. Because in the end... History will eventually look back and say, oh, what a sad life that person must have had. What a tragic life. And I will not live a sad and tragic life. Yeah, a lot of bad things have happened to me here, there, and yonder throughout my life, but that's not parts of a tragedy. Those are just breaks in the bizarre, offbeat comedy that is my life. Because that's how I choose to live it. That's how I choose to see it. And that's how I think all of us should choose to live and choose to see. Because living in this highly gendered world where everything has a he, a she, an it, a she, a they. It's tiring and it's tiresome. And maybe I'm just feeling a little bit extraordinarily non-binary today. But the idea that we have to gender everything. We see a cat on the street, and we immediately have to guess what gender it is, whether we can see with our eyes or not. And then 
we make excuses and apologize in case we got it wrong. We gender everything. Our clothes are gendered. Our video games are gendered. Our music genres are gendered. Our movies are gendered. Our books are gendered. Everything is for him or for her that's blue or black or slate gray. That's obviously for him. Don't you want the pink things? And when we talk about how we don't understand the basic inequalities of the world, there it is, right there. Men's things are blue or black or gray. Women's things are pink. See, even in this limiting dichotomy that we're putting forward, men get choices. Women wear pink. And if you're a woman who loves to wear pink, do yourself proud and be the pinkest lady Barbie that has ever walked down the street holding your head high and proud, if that's who you are. But don't let anyone force you into that box and tell you what you have to be or who you have to be. Because I'm tired of trying to be who I think other people want me to be. I'm tired of trying to figure out what is a woman? What is a man? What is any of it? They're words that we have enculturated and endowed with magical properties to make us feel good about ourselves or bad about ourselves. They're all words. And words have power. They have more power than we ever give them credit for. We lie to our children when we tell them sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You know, the words that were said to me in high school, sometimes they come up even now like a thorn dug deep into my body trying to inch its way out and the sore and the wound re-emerges. But the beatings don't. The people that hit me, hurt me, kicked me, knocked me to the ground. Those were things that happened, and yes, the words didn't break my bones, but they instilled themselves there. Because we live in an engendered world, an overly gendered world, where people have to walk the walk and talk the talk exactly the way we say they do because we are the ones in power after all and power isn't power if it doesn't control isn't that right what if real power is having the internal strength to just be who you are and let other people be who they are without trying to micromanage them oh what a world we live in if people understood that that that's the real source of power that that's really how you take control, that that's really how you live. But no, we're not going to learn that lesson, are we? We're going to still try to control and take over and dominate one over another until one day there's no one left to dominate. I don't know, it's been a very sad and trying time lately, hasn't it? But if I may be so informal as to say, my children, I don't care if you're older than me, younger than me, 
or the same age. Right now, listen to Mama. Listen to me, my children. We will all get through this together. We will all get through this as long as we take care of one another and stand strong and stand proud. Once we accept that everyone is different, that everyone is special, and that everyone has a gift to share with the world, no matter how small it might seem, then and only then will we really make the world a better place. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you haven't already, please rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. This is very different from the things I normally do on this show, but I just, I don't know, I felt that I needed to say this. I needed to get this off my chest and share it. If you all really enjoyed it, maybe I'll do more of this kind of thing. If you have a dollar that you can spare, down in the show notes you'll find a link both to my Patreon and to the uh, community support tab. The difference between the two is people on Patreon occasionally get stuff. If you have any money and you would like to help keep me doing everything that I'm doing, please think about signing up over at my Patreon. It really does help out a lot. If you don't have any money or you don't feel like giving right now, that's fine. That's perfectly alright. I completely understand. But, if you know somebody you think would like this podcast, please do share it with them. That helps out a lot as well. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, please take a moment and let me know. You'll find a link to the voice message system in the show notes, or you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I'm C. Dorset on both. And until next time, just don't care what other people say about you. Know who you are and know that that's the only thing that really matters. And don't forget, the most important thing that I say at the end of every episode, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.